Hello. Um, this is my first ever blog uh, vlog um, podcast that I've ever done, and I am going to be speaking with Michelle Buckman. Um, I've mentioned Michelle a few times before on my uh, podcasts. Michelle is my uh, leader at work and also someone I find quite fascinating and interesting. Um, I thought this would be a great opportunity. It's been almost three months in lockdown now to have a chat with Michelle and what it's been like to lead through the lockdown. So, Michelle, it's been a funny few months and lockdown happened to us very quickly. I remember walking out of the office on the Friday afternoon before we got the text on the Sunday afternoon that we wouldn't be going back in and saying so casually to you, have a good weekend. See you Monday. <laughs> what are your last memories of working in the office and what were your initial thoughts on how long this would last and what the impact would be? Well, Sissy, I, I do remember that moment. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Of course I do. But but I guess it, it, it's, sort of, it's weird because it really does feel like a distant memory uh, looking back. You know, I remember that at that time we'd been sort of asking ourselves for weeks, you know, when are they going to send us home? When are we going to go home? It, it just seemed, it didn't feel right uh, for me that we were being held in the office for as long as what we were, but of course we were following, you know, the government. Um, I couldn't understand, to be honest, why why the decision to, to go home wasn't made weeks before. Um, I know watching Australia, who, who I think has just done a superb job uh, with this lockdown, I mean, they reacted so much faster and um, I think as a result, you know, thinking about that, I think it was like 1 February they they really shut down their borders. Um, but for us, we just seem to take take so much longer. I guess the real memory I've got is is just, just wondering when it was going to end. And then I distinctly remember getting that text, you know, on the Sunday evening that, that we, we all received from, from CBRE saying, don't come in tomorrow. So... Yeah, just it's distant memory. It, it just seems so long ago, right? Right. I mean, totally. I agree. It, it seems so almost um, something out of a movie, the way that it all just happened exactly. so instantly and yet in delayed reaction to other countries like Australia, like you mentioned. That's right. That's exactly right. So managing a large and international team in a time of crisis is new to everybody, but you've managed this seamlessly, Michelle. What did you have to change about your management style to immediately become a remote leader of a remote team who are still, if you ask me, incredibly engaged? Well, uh, thanks for that compliment, Sissy. Uh, I appreciate that. You know, for me, I, I think I'm really, I'm, I'm lucky, right, because I guess I have been managing large geographically dispersed teams now for, for over 15 years. So, I don't think it was so much what I needed to change, but it was really drawing upon those skills and experiences that I've had over the last 15 years and figuring out really quickly um, how I was going to use those to make sure that our team really came through this very strongly. So I guess I knew, I knew immediately that we had to get a plan and we had to get it fast. And if you remember that Monday morning, we got our leadership team got straight on the phone. We engaged. We brainstormed. We put together the framework for for a really strong plan or or, or or structure to make sure that we were continuing to serve our clients and and really deliver against the objectives and and tasks that we need to do. But equally protect our people and make sure that they could be as productive as possible. 
I mean, I know from experience that when you are managing large sort of geographically dispersed teams, you've, you've got to have a plan, you've got to have strong communication, consistent, regular communication. You've got to have a structure and you've got to, you've got to find a way to ensure that the people have routine, right? They know what, what's expected of them. And, and I think the plan we put in place was really good, Sissy, right? I mean, it was I, a combination. I agree. Yeah, a combination of, you know, regular town halls. Um, you know, we, we put a buddy system in place, which we've still got in place today. And yeah. I, I think that's... That's been phenomenal, right? Getting getting us really? stimulates to touch base each week with with younger ones. Um, I mean, you set up the parent group, which was really important. Um, a lot of our meetings, I guess, we went from having a typical thirty or sixty minute meeting to having more regular touch points, almost daily, sort of five to ten minute calls, rather than those long, sort of thirty to sixty minute meetings. So. So, yes, I guess it wasn't so much about what I had to change, but it was really thinking about all of the lessons that I've learnt over the years and, and making sure that I've really, really used those. Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything you've said there. It's been an incredible um, position to be in to sort of at least be sitting with you on this ride. Um, the over-communication in the start was very useful and very needed by a lot of people who really had sea legs. And I think as well, the fact that you, from day dot, set out the expectations, which were, it's about our clients. Keep working, work hard, and it's about our clients. Really sort of made everybody get on that bus and, and get on that ride. That's right. Well, that's important, right? I mean, we you know, we had we had we had to do the two things. We had to protect those two two very important stakeholder groups, our clients and our people, because at the end of the day, uh, if if we can't get that right, we're in serious trouble. So I think I think also, Sissy, having a a strong leadership team really really helps. So I could not have done that on my own. Not possible. As you know, we've got a really strong leadership team, and and they just they snapped into gear. Right? I know I had support of that team you did and and uh, and I think that really helps as well having a strong leadership team that's right and that's up and down through the business it's really good Correct. So we've, at every level. yeah we've talked a little bit about um the, the how you manage the team now how have you been managing your own through your own well-being throughout the last three months well look you know I mean I guess again I, I understand the importance of well-being, you know, really looking after yourself. I often refer to it as being mentally and physically match fit. I mean, you you just have to be match fit to, to do our roles, right? I mean, just in a normal environment. But to be leading and managing in this environment, it is just so much more important. So for me, um, I mean, exercise daily has been really important. Again, I'm lucky because that's I'm, I'm up. I'm a very early riser. I try to get 60 to 90 minutes exercise out of the way, you know, before I've had breakfast. Um, so exercise is critical. Um, it's really beneficial uh, to your mental health. And, and I think that uh, that's been a critical factor for me personally. I think also because we're kind of living and working in the same environment, you know, 24 by 7, You've got to be, you've got to have structure and you've got to be very firm about yourself. This is when I start work, this is when I finish. And and you don't kind of allow yourself to get into that trap of, you know, working 24 by 7 and having this blurred line between a work 
and a home life. So I, w I was quite religious, um, you know, when I started, when I finished, I, sh I, I slammed that, just that laptop shut and, and I did not open it again. I think uh, also, particularly in this period, uh, it's been important not to work on weekends. Um, you know, we, we, it's, it's tough, right? The environment we're working in is tough. So you've got to give yourself that, that chance to really fully recover so that you come into work on Monday just, just feeling good about what you need to do. And I think, um, I guess also just watching what you're eating and drinking, right? I mean, when you're home, it's just easy and it's so tempting to get up and walk to the fridge and, and probably eat more. And I know that sounds silly, but if you're doing that, you're going to put on weight, right? And and you've really, you've really got to watch that. So I've, I've been quite careful in making sure that I'm not changing my eating or my drinking patterns or at yeah. least trying to do that, right? Yeah. But, every, but everyone's different, Sissy. We've all had to get our own patterns. Um, recently... Uh, I mean, recently I've started taking the odd long long weekends. It's like taking a Friday off, just having those three days, and I found that really helpful. Yeah, just having that longer break. Brilliant! It sounds like you're really taking care of yourself, and I know you're partial to the odd Friday night cocktail as well. <laughs> so it's not it's not it's not all uh, vegetables and walking. There is the uh, the 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 right the earned earned treats as well. Um, I'm going to move on to talking a little bit about clients now. So in my opinion, CBRE were very quick off the mark in producing practical guidance for their occupier clients. You have been very much part of developing these and also working with the clients to implement actions. What do you think are the top actions occupiers should be taking to maximise the opportunity of this turbulent time? Well, I think, I think if we, we look back, I mean, initially clients were really figuring out how to keep the business running. Um, they, they've now moved into the, the phase of how do we get our people back into the office in some format. And I think most of our clients are pretty well on that journey. Um, they're in the office. They're building up to maybe a 20% occupancy. So right now, I think, you know, I think it's about figuring out what next, okay? There's going to be a period of, you know, and it's, and it's an undefined period. We, we don't know how long this next period's going to be. Is it six months? Is it 12 months? Is it 18 months? But there's a period of, of operating or figuring out how to operate without a vaccine um, and, and figuring out what you do in the office to continue to bring people back but if I if I were a head of real estate and, and I was trying I was sitting at my desk trying to figure out what to, to do I think there's probably I think there's probably two things I'd be actioning right now I mean first really setting a, an aggressive savings uh, program really thinking about um, all of the basics right doing the audits looking at your portfolio, looking at options, looking at um, any savings you can generate through, you know, capital, taxation, etc. But I think the second thing I'd be doing is I'd, I'd be starting to model, right? I'd be starting to create modeling, scenario modeling of what I believe the future would look like. You see, Sissy, there's a lot of people saying that, you know, when ne it's never going to be normal and it's never going to be the way it was. And I agree that. I agree with yeah. that. But I don't I don't think it's going to be to the extreme that most people are touting. I, mean, I, 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 I agree. I mean, I keep that? saying to people, you know, we've got short memories. Exactly. 
I agree. I, I, I mean, you and I, we, we've been able to work from home uh, as much or as little as we want. And from my experience, about one to two days at home, three days in the office is about the right mix. Um, and and so what I think, I think organisations will reach, will come to the conclusion that probably a remote working policy for everyone at about that 20 to 40%, so maybe one to two days a week, I think that's where they'll end up settling. So I think modelling, starting to scenario model, if, yeah. if we had a 20, 30, 40% remote working policy, what would that look like? Yeah. Um, what would we do? So I think savings and modelling are the two things that the clients should be really focused on now. Great. Okay. So specifically you manage um, our group who look after financial services clients. What trends do you think that we're already developing are going to come to the fore now and really create quite seismic changes for the financial service industry? Um, well, uh, again, I, I'm, I'm just building on from that last that last uh, question. It, it is about a robust remote working, you know, remote home working policy or remote policy. Um, it's about figuring out how to really use technology to facilitate that. And I think it's about um, really understanding the purpose of the workplace. You know, for me, the workplace um, is is about a meeting place. It's a place where people can come together and to create and to innovate and actually to inspire each other. I mean, we're human beings. We, we need to connect with, with others and to get that inspiration. So I think in terms of a trend, I think we'll see um, – workplaces being exactly that, places where people come together. I don't think we're going to have the issues of the past where, you know, try and book a meeting room a month in advance and you can't. seems like everything, every room and every part of the building is fully booked for the next six to 12 months. I can see a workplace where there's very limited workstations, in fact, if any, and it's just, it's a place where people come together to create really good, good stuff, really, really good magic. Um, and their and their and their focused work will be done at home, perhaps over a one to two day period. That makes perfect sense. Um, in fact, I've been calling it. You know, I miss the office because I want the chance to have those serendipitous collaborative moments again. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, you know, you, you you know when we get together, sister, you know what it's like. You know, when we get our people together. We're we're brainstorming. We're bouncing ideas off each other. We're That's right. taking an initial idea and we're building it and creating something really powerful. Um, and I think we've done a pretty good job at that remotely, but, but it's just not the same as having that physical connection. I agree. Have you seen any clients do anything that really stand out that you think other companies should be considering doing as well? I think it's probably too early, uh, Sissy. I mean, I think most of our clients, and we've been holding, as you know, these peer-to-peer -peer sessions every three weeks with our clients. And, you know, we've had great forums where, where we're sharing a lot of information. I, I think from for now, it really has been about let's get the business operational, let's keep it operational, let's look after our people, let's think about the well-being of our people. I think we're now entering that next phase where we will get the opportunity to see that. But I think most of the client, most of our clients are in a very similar space. I'm not sure that I've seen anything that necessarily stands out. 
but collectively, um, I guess just using the teams, you know, I've just been on a client call for an hour and, and uh, you know, they have said that, you know, three or four months into this, they're running their business through Microsoft Teams. They had not done that before. So the ability to run run your business and connect with others through team sites, I think, is is has been great, right? We're doing it. We are. But, but I think most people are doing that. So I think we're all on the same journey and we're all kind of doing the same things. I don't know that I've seen anything that necessarily stands out. What about you? Have you seen anything, Sissy? No, I just feel like the um, uh, adoption of technology is going to radically change in the next um, few months and years. I think, yes, Teams is the first thing. I mean, I'm desperately trying to get down to a, a zero internal email inbox and having, exactly. in, in, you know, my inbox is just for external emails. But it's, you know, it's, it's educating other people too. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. you must be looking forward to going back to the office by now. Um, what are your predictions for the work, oh, work pattern of the future? Okay, well, I get this two, there's two things here. Firstly, I really sincerely hope that that happens soon, right? I'm starting to get really concerned the longer that this goes on, right? Um, I mean, I worry about people's willingness to come back to the office. I know that many, many clients have opened their offices and whilst in Asia they're getting high take-up, you know, a large proportion of people are returning to the office. I know over the last couple of weeks speaking with clients, you know, their, their take-up is pretty low and, and I think that's probably the fear of getting onto public transport. But I worry about um, the, lo- the longer that this goes on, that there will be a reluctance. And I do, I do worry about what the impact on, on a company's culture will be because, you know, culture is created because people come together and, and, uh, and, and kind of work in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a workplace environment. But I think in, te- in terms of your specific question, you know, predictions, I think long-term remote working will it will be adopted by all firms i can't imagine any firm not not adopting it i I believe it'll settle at no more than two days a week for most people i really believe the workplace will become a a creation or an innovation factory i've got no doubt about that um and i really i really hope that that technology can be can be improved. That things can get to that next level. Um, I would like to predict that within the very near future, email is has completely disappeared. Right? I, I mean, me too. I just I don't I just don't understand why people send emails today when you've got so many other any uh, other other options. Touch but, points. Um, that's right. Touch points. Right. But I think that's probably brilliant. That's probably where I where I see it. So before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to say about your experience over the last three months? Um, I think that uh, there's a couple of things for us to be thinking about uh, moving forward. Um, I think we've got to realise that remote remote working is a skill. It's um, as, as a, it's a skill and I think we've all got to learn how to get better at it, um, not just take our previous behaviours and assume that they will work in a remote working environment. So I think that, that there's a lot of work to be done there. I think secondly, leading, like leading uh, remote uh, workers, again, is something um, that requires different skills. I mean, to be a successful leader, leading a remote team, I think you need to have different skills to do that effectively. 
So I think we've all got to be thinking about how we support and train our managers um, uh, uh, over this journey. And I guess finally, I'd like to think that we we continue to watch our employee, um, you know, health, health and well-being. Because I know that as the longer that this goes on, there are some people that continue to struggle and we've really got to make sure that we're putting our arms around those people and supporting them. But um, Brilliant. other than that, it's been a great experience. I mean, we love disruption, right? Disruption gives us the chance to, to, to make change and, and to do great things. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know how much I love it. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, Michelle. Um, Pleasure. It's been, I've actually now worked with you more in lockdown than I have not. Um, I personally can't wait to get back to the office and just get back to some sort of semblance of normality, Um, whatever that looks like. I have bought myself a little electric scooter to get to work in case uh, public transport becomes a problem. So I can get myself there. Don't you worry. Um, I might have to go to Amazon.com and get myself one today. Absolutely. I know you've been doing a lot of shopping there. (laughs) Excellent. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, I'm going to try and do a couple of these recordings in the future with some other interesting uh, leaders in our business. So keep listening. Thank you. Great. Bye. Thank you.